It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys after taking some time off again. Um, I apologize for the uh, lack of content last week. Um, last week was just kind of a uh, just wanted to try to get things back in gear. I uh, wanted to just get things rolling again. So we're back here on a Monday, fresh off the second preseason game of this of the year. The Panthers fell to the Buffalo Bills 27-14 to and, of course, also ended uh, training camp last week. They are done with Spartanburg for the year. They should be back. Uh, I don't think there's been... As far as I know, I don't think there's been anything set for next year, but I would imagine they'll be back in Spartanburg. But they are back uh, in Charlotte now with the uh, with the bubble, with the uh, the dome bubble or the the cover. You know, they're they have that going, so that that'll be a, that should be exciting for the players. But uh, they're back in Charlotte now for the last couple weeks of the preseason. And getting ready for the regular season this week, of course, will be and will be a fun season or a fun uh, a fun week for them because they are getting set to take on. Now again, it's you know still preseason, but it is the regular season tune-up, so a good opportunity here to match their wits against the defending Super Bowl champion New England Patriots, and then of course they wrap up the preseason against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So two games down, two to go, and we'll talk about the snap counts. We'll head back to Pro Football Focus, look at the snap counts, and look at the PFF grades for uh, for the win, or for the loss, rather, against the Buffalo Bills. But before we jump into that, there were a couple roster notes uh, done by the Panthers uh, over the over the weekend, they actually placed two players on injured reserve. That was uh, guard Norman Price and linebacker Jonathan Celestin. And they've added uh, offensive guard Tyler Catalina, formerly of the Washington Redskins, and linebacker Brandon Bell, formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals. And the note here they have from the from the article or press release, what kind of the same thing from the Panthers. Uh, talk quick about Catalina. It says he entered the league as an undrafted free agent in 2017, signed with the Redskins and played in seven games with two starts as a rookie, but there was only regular season games played. So he did not play at all in 2018. And then Brandon Bell, Signed with the Bengals as an undrafted free agent from Penn State in 2017 and played nine games in two years for the Bengals, posting 14 tackles. So, obviously some depth pieces. We'll see if if they have enough to to make this roster. In fact, I uh, 
I just did a 53-man roster projection for Pro Football Network, and I'll touch a little bit on that later in the podcast, but uh, certainly neither Price nor Celestin, especially with them dealing with injuries, neither of them made the roster, and as it turns out, they've made that move official. They're both now on injured reserve, so their season's are officially over. And so again, Tyler Catalina, formerly the Redskins, and Brandon Bell, formerly of the Bengals, now members of the Carolina Panthers. So we'll get a couple weeks here with the team to try to show what they can do before before final cuts. But, I mean, you never know. They could... uh, they can surprise, so we'll get a chance to see them. Maybe not as much this week because of the the regular season tune-up. You know, maybe a little bit in say the fourth quarter as the game kind of winds down after the starters head out. But certainly in the certainly against the Steelers, they should uh they should get some time there. Uh, so those are just a couple of the quick uh, roster notes from the Panthers. Uh, before we get into the snap counts now, I want to take a moment to thank our old friends over at BlueChew.com. Guys, let's talk about sex real quick, and we're talking about good sex. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed by visiting BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. For instance, most guys talk a good game. But if you're one and done, Blue Chew can even help you with your follow through for round two. Bluetooth is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA and Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, which means they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special list, special deal for you listeners out there. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment for free when using the special promo code Locked on. Just pay $5 in shipping. So that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So let's talk snap counts now, and uh, we're actually going off of Panthers.com with this, so we'll break it down, uh, starting with the offensive players, and they also had the, the special team snaps as well. So the two players that played the most offensive snaps for the Panthers against the Bills were Greg Little and Dennis Daly, the two rookie offensive linemen that were drafted. And 
not 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 really surprised there. You want to see those guys get a lot of work. Obviously, there's we want to develop these guys. We want to get little a lot of reps as we can at left tackle daily. We know has been practicing a lot of positions, so you want to get them out there as as much as possible. So they were out there for 56 offensive snaps. That's about that was about three quarters of the total offensive snaps. They also played three special team snaps each. Then it was Kid O'Brien, another offensive line who played 53 snaps, followed by Kofi Abichia played 41 snaps. Taylor Hearn played 38. Tight end uh, Tamaric Hemingway played 37. Will Greer, 34 snaps. Terry Godwin, 31. Uh, Jordan Scarlett played 28 snaps. Jason Vanderland had 27 snaps. Reggie Bonifon, 26 snaps. 25 for Andre Levrioni, or Levroni. Uh, 22 for Taylor Heineke. 21 for DeAndre White. 19 each for a bunch of the projected starters and Chris Manhurts. I mean, Manhurts isn't a projected starter, but I think there's still a good chance that he ends up as the number three tight end. But then also 19 snaps each for Darrell Williams, Matt Paradis, Trey Turner, Greg Van Roten, Kyle Allen, Curtis Samuel, and Taylor Moten. Then it was 18 snaps each for Aldrick Robinson, Parker Collins, and DJ Moore. 16 each for Elijah Holyfield and Chris Hogan. 15 each for Jaden Mickens, Rashad Ross, and Brandon Green. 13 for Jarius Wright. 12 for Torrey Smith, 11 for Alex Arma, and then we get into the single digits, 7 for Cameron Artis-Payne, and then 3 each for Marcus Baugh, Richard Cook, and Damian Jean-Pierre. And then at least just a couple notes on special teams. Uh, the most special team snaps were actually seen by Vanderland, 13 snaps, Bonifon played 10 and then six for Aldrick Robinson, six for Jaden Mickens, and then uh, dropped a couple from there. Mickens uh, was able to return a kickoff and then just saw a bunch of touchbacks. But um, Mickens, as we'll talk about in a little bit, I think is making a bit of a case to sneak on as one of the final members of this roster uh, as a kick returner. In fact, I've actually got a couple receivers in based on their returnability, and we'll, again, we'll get to that in a little bit. As we flip on the defensive side of the ball, it was actually Marquise Haynes who played the most snaps on defense with 38 defensive snaps. He also played 15 special team snaps, which was tied for the most in that category with Jordan Kunizic. Uh, Christian Miller played 34 snaps. Uh, so good to see those two guys get some work. These are two guys, as I've said, I really like his pass rush specialist. So the more work they can get, the better. You know, Miller had a, a pretty good day against the Bills. So it was good to see him get a lot of work. Uh, then it was 31 snaps each for Jared Norris, Ross Cockrell, Colin Jones, Rashawn Golden, and Woodrow Hamilton. 29 snaps for F.A. Obata, 28 snaps for Jordan Kunizic and Antoine Williams, 25 each for Andre Smith, Corn Elder, Jermaine Carter, 
Bijan Jackson and Lorenzo Doss. 23 snaps for Brian Cox. 22 for Javian Elliott. 21 for Sion Teohima. 20 for Damian Parms. 19 for... Or actually 20. They kind of mixed up the number here, but I, I think it should be 20 snaps for Josh Thornton. 18 each for a bunch of the... For a few of the projected starters, Trey Boston, James Bradbury, Eric Reed, and Dante Jackson. So effectively, 18 snaps for the starting secondary. Uh, 15 snaps each for three of the outside linebackers. We expect to start Bruce, or uh, yeah, Bruce Irvin, Brian Burns, and Mario Addison. 14 snaps each for Cole Luke, K1 Short, and Gerald McCoy. And right now, I would say Cole Luke is the favorite for one of the last. Uh, cornerback spots, kind of the backup nickel spot, probably behind Rashawn Golden over uh, Corn Elder. Then it was 12 snaps for Quinn Blanding and Ryan Pulley, 11 for Kyle Love, 8 for Corian Ballard, 7 for Vernon, Butl Vernon Butler, and 6 for Dontari Poe. Uh, of course, Luke Heakley and Shaq Thompson did not play, so it was Carter and Smith, who both started at inside linebacker, getting 25 snaps each. Carter actually led the team in tackles against the Bills with seven. So not a bad performance by him as well. So uh, good to see a lot of these guys get some work, again, especially guys like uh, Christian Miller, Marquise Haynes, uh, among others. So. But the big big story, I think, or at least one of the big stories that a lot are obviously talking about, is the backup quarterback position, which apparently is still wide open, and not just between Will Greer and Kyle Allen. Apparently, the way Ron Rivera is talking, now again, how much, how much truth is there to it, and how much of this is actually coach speak, but apparently... Taylor Heineke is still in the mix as well for the backup quarterback position. So no one knows what direction the team is going in. But I still would think that Taylor Heineke is probably still the odd man out. Because I don't think the Panthers are going to keep four quarterbacks. I think you have a lot of other talent elsewhere on the team that it would be really difficult to keep a fourth quarterback. I don't see them going any more than three. And, and I think three is going to be the number because I don't, I don't think they're going to keep two either because we know now the health issues that Cam has. Obviously, it's going to linger a little bit in, in the back of your mind. So you really don't want to go into the regular season with just one active backup quarterback. You probably want a second backup as well. And in this case, I think we're talking about Will Greer and Kyle Allen. Sure, neither looked all that uh, fantastic against the Bills, but, you know, it happens, and Greer is still coming into his own, but I still feel they're the two favorites to make this roster over Taylor Heineke. And we'll touch on what I think... You know, and just kind of a a rough guess at the uh, 
at the 53-man roster going into, or at least now that we're halfway through the regular season. But before we do that, we, of course, have another another great sponsor to talk about uh, here at the Locked On Network, and that's our friends over at Postmates. Hey, when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito in the morning, or even ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, or whatever kind of delivery service you want all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. So download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. So for a limited time now, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, just download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates today and save with the code Locked On. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That That's a pretty pretty good deal, if I can say so myself. $100, essentially $300 in grocery, whatever, that's, that's not a bad deal. I would, I would definitely consider doing that myself. But anyway, let's talk about the 53-man roster. So again, we have... Bit of an updated 90-man roster now with uh, a new offensive lineman and a new uh, a new linebacker. But in any event, you know, and, and this is a, a projection I did yesterday. Uh, and we'll just kind of touch on some things. I think one of the the, the toughest the toughest decisions I had to make with this roster was how many wide receivers to keep. And how many linebackers and defensive backs to, to keep? I think those three are probably going to be the toughest decisions that the Panthers have to make, especially at wide receiver. Uh, I, I think the first four, I think the top four receivers are are set in stone. You have DJ Moore, you have Curtis Samuel, you have Chris Hogan, you have Jarius Wright. I think they're locked in. I think Torrey Smith has a shot just because of his veteran leadership, because of his presence both on and off the field. I think the Panthers really like him. Um, remember, his money is not guaranteed, so if they cut him, it's not like they're uh, they're losing that dead money. But I still think there's 
he has a decent shot to make this team. But then came, you know, and really for me, I think at this point, if you say Smith is in and you have five spots, I think you then have, uh, I would say, four guys for one or two spots, depending on if the Panthers keep six receivers or if they decide to go with seven receivers. And I actually decided to go with seven receivers because I actually have both Terry Godwin and Jaden Mickens making this roster. I think the Panthers can do well having Godwin as their punt returner and Mickens as their kick return. And I think you can kind of alternate at the kick returner spot too between Mickens and Cameron Artis Payne. We saw it in the first preseason game. Rivera put Artis Payne out there a little bit and even talked about how, you know, defenses, kickoff coverage teams don't like tackling big bodies, especially on a, a kickoff like that. So I think there's some kind of an advantage to putting Artis Payne back there along with Jaden Mickens. You can have a, a big bodied guy like Artis Payne return it, or you can have a speedster like Mickens. You can have, you know, both of them back there. So it's, you know, it's kind of a, a pick your poison type deal when you're kicking off. But I, I do have both ending up on this roster. So I ended up with seven receivers. Um, I ended up with nine offensive linemen. Obviously, uh, your your front five. Uh, Little is obviously going to make this team. Daly's obviously going to make this team. And then I also have Hearn and Larson on the team. So nine offensive linemen. Uh, you know, they could go ten, but I, th I think nine's a solid number. And you figure you also want to have some depth, I think, at other positions. Uh, like, for example, I th you know, I ended up with a host of linebackers. You know, you had Addison, Thompson, Keekly, Irvin, uh, Burns, Carter, Smith, Haynes, and then Miller. Miller, obviously, I think, makes the team as well. So that's nine, nine linebackers. And I think right on the roster bubble is Jordan Kunizic. He had a good game against the Bills. Uh, he may be someone that the Panthers may want to try to stash on their practice squad. Again, depending on, you know, and you can certainly, if, if you want to cut one of the returners at receiver, you can maybe use that roster spot for someone like Kunizic. You can have six, carry six receivers and 10 linebackers. But in this case, we went with seven and nine. But I, I think Kunizic is starting to make a bit of a, a case. Again, right now, he's probably at least got a practice spot practice squad spot sewn up assuming you know another team of course doesn't swipe them up during the uh during the waiver claim uh and then defensive back like i said was an interesting one to figure out as well obviously you've got the starting four uh galden is obviously going to make this team you know he's likely looking at competing for the nickel spot as is ross cockrell cockrell we saw also play safety as well along with Galden. So that's two versatile guys that you can have on this roster. I think Seymour makes it as a reliable backup at corner. And then really, I think it comes down to Cornelder and Cole Luke as, you know, maybe one of those backup nickel spots. And Cole Luke, as much as I love Cornelder, 
Cole Luke definitely seems like he has the edge right now on Corn Elder. He's been he's seemingly been performing better. He's gotten more work. Uh, I think he's gotten a little more work with the first team than Corn Elder has, especially of course before Trey Boston came and Rashawn Golden was still at safety. I think Luke seemed to be a little more comfortable at the position. So I think Luke is going to uh is going to make a case here and that would give you uh that would give you eight defensive backs uh should they make it. Uh you know, maybe they keep both Luke and Elder, maybe they keep Colin Jones just for his uh his special teams work. You know, a, a lot of possibilities I think too at the uh at the defensive back position. And then I only had six defensive linemen, and you know that might be a little low. But remember, now you're only you're only playing three guys up front, and I think you're going to want a lot of McCoy, Poe, and Short. You know, you're you're probably not going to take them off the field too much, but at least you have the second team offensive line now, which uh, right now is still Brian Cox, Kyle Love. And Vernon Butler, again, another player right on the bubble would be F.A. Obata uh, with how well he played last season. And, you know, he's fighting hard this year. So those are a couple guys, Obata, Luke, Elder, maybe Jones, Kunizic. And then you're looking at guys, again, like Godwin, Mickens, uh, Rashad Ross is on there. Uh, Brandon Green, maybe O'Brien, with, with all the work he's been getting. A lot of these guys are right on the roster bubble. Jason Vanderland, I think, uh, is still trying to make a case for the Panthers to keep four tight ends on this roster. I think you're set at least with three, with Manhurt says the third, but Vanderland really trying to make a case for uh, for fourth tight end on this roster. And then again, uh, I, I don't think you go with four quarterbacks. I think Allen and Heineke are still competing for one spot because obviously we know they're not going to cut Will Greer. I mean, you, you spent uh, a top 100 pick on Will Greer. So he's, he's obviously part of their future plan. So it's, it's a case of, do they? I, I think it might also be a case of who do they not want to risk losing more, and I think Kyle Allen might be that guy uh, because I, I mean one one of these guys, either guy is probably going to get picked up off waivers anyway at final cuts, but I think the Panthers are probably a little more. Uh, how do I want to say this? I, I think they really like what they have more. They, I think they would rather continue to develop. I think they really like what they have in Kyle Allen. And I think to me that gives him the edge as far as uh, sticking on this roster. And so I still believe that Taylor Heineke is going to be the uh, the odd man out.
Uh, but my full 53-man roster projection, and again, I did this yesterday, so before some of these roster moves were made. Uh, but my full 53-man roster projection will be up later today over at ProFootballNetwork.com. So if you want to check that out. But um, that's going to do it, I think, for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Uh, really appreciate all you guys that have stuck by me all this time. You know, I, I greatly... Greatly appreciate it and appreciate all the support. Uh, remember, of course, follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on Himalaya, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, of course, follow my work. Like I said, Pro Football Network, Panthers Wire, Bengals Wire, 4 for 4 and uh, Downtown Rams. So I'm all over the place. But... Uh, Appreciate you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.